Welcome back to Two, Two Mills, One Mike. This is Nick. And I'm Bree. How are you, Bree? Oh, I'm just peachy. It's a Friday night, so yeah. that's helpful. We were talking about that earlier today, how it's nice to have a Friday. It is so nice to have a Friday. <laughs> I was saying to Bree when we met up, it's just been such a long week. And we're going to go through some of those things that had happened throughout that week. But I felt like back in 1999 when the U.S. women's soccer team won the World Cup (laughs) and Brandi Chastain, after scoring that PK, just runs and like slides on her knees and rips off her shirt and like, (laughs) and is just like flexing in her sports bra and just saying, yes, I was like, that is me right now and how happy I am that the weekend is here. Now I'm dating myself because I do remember that it was actually on my birthday. Oh, really? I'm not going to tell you which year. I what, don't what recall I that. Year. I might have been... A little younger. A little younger. All right. But really, um, but really is not that. Really, it's just that I just was not that into soccer. Oh, okay. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, have you watched any good shows lately? Uh, I have. I finally... I was so late to the game on this. I know that you already watched it. When did you watch it? A long time ago. Oh, okay. Uh, about not, three weeks I ago. Said it yet. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about the Tinder Swindler. <laughs> and I think it's been out for a while, though. I think it has, yeah. Yeah. So I, somebody, a couple people were like, you have got to watch this. And I'm like, all right. And so it took me a while to get through it because, I don't know, I fall asleep or whatever. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but... I just was like jaw dropped. I just could not believe when this stuff started to go down. I just couldn't believe it. And so the one thing I want to start off by saying is like my shock over the women doing this. I do not want to victim blame. But it was so like in retrospect. I know when it happened in in the moment, like it was like they were just going with what they felt like they needed to do. But, like, in retrospect, it's like, ah, you know? Like, are you crazy? For those who haven't seen it, we're not going to um, be a spoiler in it. But um, there is a common theme on Netflix of, and it's in the description, where women or people who are on dating apps or or any sort of social media uh, outlet platform are being taken advantage of financially. Yes. And are coaxed to provide, to give money. I mean, it's kind of like a Ponzi scheme back in. Yeah, but it's like, it's so, the part about it for me that's so unbelievable is it's like these women just did not know this man for very long, but he goes in hard. I listened to another podcast that was kind of assessing the whole movie and like the way it was set up and the characters in it and everything. And he just, they were right what they said. I can't remember what the podcast was, but they said something like he just, the way he gets them is it, he goes in hard at first. Like it's like, like just getting love bombed, but not like love bombed. Like I've talked about in past episodes where people are just being sweet and sweet talking to you, whatever. It's like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And that's how he ropes them in. It's pure manipulation. I, I was just going to say, I think the foundation and the intent of all this is manipulation and control. Yes. Which is kind of leading into 
what we're going to talk about today. Yes. Which is why it's been such a long couple of weeks. Yes. Good <laughs> Lord. Especially, I mean, the timing couldn't be better. Yes. Okay. So um, I would love to hear a little bit about your perspective on what's been going on with you and how... So actually, let's set this up first. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the topic, we're talking... I, I said to you uh, maybe a week ago... Uh, something happened and I said, that's like a micro controlling situation. And you were like, yes, it is. And it's such a good description because it's very, they're like these little tiny things, whether it's like people you're dating or just people in your like, like business professionally, just in your life in some way. And there's all these little tiny areas in which like they just control whether or not they're aware of it. And it's really gotten to us lately. Yeah. So yeah. tell me about what's been going oh on. Oh my gosh. So I had a cu- three instances in a week's time. And that's, that's why we have to like dive into these topics as soon as we can to share this with everybody because it's like it's fresh and it's like, wow. Uh, last week, I have a new client who I'm doing this massive project with. That's good. We're about to break ground. And I mean kind of relevant but not really he just he asks me out and I'm like what the fuck are you thinking like so what did he say what did he say okay so that's where I'm going to so because how he asked was a little bit controlling it was and that's how I felt I kind of felt I was going going to a corner he said I had a really good time at our lunch meeting with our colleagues um, I think you're great. I'd like to invite you to such and such a restaurant. A nice one. A nice one. Next <laughs> Thursday. Period. Done. And I so I was actually with you when I got it. And I was like, okay, well, um, but how do I respond? Oh my gosh, because this is a client. I don't want to go there. I don't like yeah. to mix. And I'm like, do we lie that I have a boyfriend? So I simply said, I have dinner plans that evening. Let's meet up for happy hour prior to, because I do want to talk to you about connecting you with this person who is in this area that could help us with another development we've been talking about. So you're trying to rope it back professionally. Correct. But you have the sense. That was the strategy. Yes. And he said, no, that's not going to work. Please choose another night that works for you. What? Period. And I was like, so I just immediately said, I will call you tomorrow to... Yes. I'll call you tomorrow. And um, I did not because it's month end. It was month end and it was really busy. And of course, there's a little avoidance behavior. I'm really good at that. (laughs) So a few business days go by, (laughs) straddling a weekend. So a lot of days went by. And then I had texted him like, hey, oh my gosh, sorry. Kind of like reset. Didn't mean to not respond. It's just been really crazy. Um, Yeah, let's grab a drink next week during happy hour. We can talk about some work stuff. And he said, he responded with, I need more time. I think we need to go and take a class together, a workout class at my gym and grab a bite together. And he's like, so, you know, just let me know when you're available. I wanted to throw my phone across the, my office at yeah. that point. Cause I'm like, no, no and no. And I am in a weird spot because I Got some pretty good things in the pipeline with this person. Yeah. So that that was it was I was I'm between a rock and a hard place. So 
<laughs> in true Nicole form, I just don't respond. <laughs> and you still haven't. I still haven't. It's been uh, five, four business, four days. But the so when you got the initial text, I was with you, and it we were talking about how to respond. Mm-hmm. And the tough thing about it was we had a couple of different options, but they really were not satisfactory. And and you kept saying like, God, why did he have to do this? You know, yeah. and because there was not a good solution for you because if you just say flat out no, what does that do professionally? Correct. It gets you in a, a potential bind. And so everything we were trying to think of was like, uh, no, yeah, we can't say that. You do can't I say lie that. and say I have a boyfriend, but then now I have to keep that lie alive because yes. our our project's going to ask to to you know grow, and we're going to be spending more time together, and I'm going to have to pretend. And I make yep. up a name and fabricate this man. <laughs> Fabio. <laughs> also known as my magic wand. <laughs> Maybe I should have named that thing. Okay, anyway. Um, so that happened. So I kind of felt a little uh, not feeling, feeling great about that. Um, then... My second situation, yeah. and I'll, I'll try to blow through these because I just don't want to like no, be too chatty. Okay, good. Oh yeah, okay. I'm here to listen, I, and everybody else is too. <laughs> great, great. Don't so, you dare turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> listen, to, listen to me. So I go golfing with three of my clients this past Sunday, and um, all of them are men, and there's me. And I'm not as great of a golfer. That is, I'm just haven't played in like nine years. Last time I played was when I was like pregnant, and I'm pre- pretending like, oh, I, yeah, I'm gonna play a scramble with y'all. We but had, she looked good. Thank you. Oh, I, I went shopping at this really cute country club out in Richmond, and I was like, I, I don't know if I should be wearing their, this logo at Wildcat, but anyway. Yeah, it, I looked great. Thank you. But my my swing looked great too. Just don't look at where the ball where the went. Ball, you lost what? Four balls. Only four in 18 holes, y'all. Okay. And they used four of my strokes as part of the scramble. Oh. So that's not bad. First time, first 18 in my life. I've always played nine. Very good. It's just hot. And, you know. Okay. So <laughs> we go and one of my clients gets a little barky with me, sh- shouting uh, tasks. Nicole, go grab my seven iron. And we're riding together. So we have two cards and, you know, it's somebody who's felt the need to bark at me. Mm-hmm. And I said under my breath, I'm like, a please and a thank you would be nice. Did you say that in your, under your breath? Under my breath, yeah. Oh, I didn't but realize But he didn't hear me. Said, okay. He yeah, didn't he didn't hear me. me. Okay. And plus it was super windy that day. Not on my side. Uh, so, it, so that was one thing. Uh, that and was then, the reason. That's oh, why you didn't play well because right. of the wind. It was the wind. <laughs> and that's why I, I have no, I, I do not agree when people say, oh, it's the wind, it's the wind. I'm like, this ball is so small. So if you're putting, really, like yeah. it's not, the wind it does not, it's not a big element. Calling into, BS. Correct. Sorry, go ahead. I, 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 we digress. <laughs> like, we're, like we're massive golfers here. <laughs> The wind doesn't we are matter. Athletes here. No. Okay. So we. In any case, it just escalated more barking. Like he had forgotten his ball marker in our last stroke. Nicole, go get the ball marker. I just kind of looked at him, and of course, I'm in between a rock and a hard place. Me, and I didn't want to like say anything. I felt like I was being a little sensitive, and because I'm with yeah you know, the three guys and whatever. And the last five holes, I kind of like got a little quiet, and I noticed that about myself. And one of my other clients asked me if I was okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine. I'm just really tired. Just trying to make excuses for myself. I'm like, what is going on with me? And am I, 
I didn't, again, didn't want to be sensitive. I was, I, it was just kind of implicit in my head on how things were going in terms of impact. And then after we were done the last hole, he told me to drive him to his car to drop off the clubs. And I said, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he's like, go this way, go that way. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what? I haven't been spoken to like, like, like this since yeah. I was like seven. And my, my dad's trying to scold me because I'm using the wrong tools in his barn. Cause he yes. used to tinker around and like, my, my, I love my dad. Just a little forceful at times when it comes to like how things are done with, um, you know, whatever. Yes. So then he's like, let's go to your car and drop your stuff off. At that point, I only had my handbag. And I was like, no. And he's like, yes. I was like, no, I don't need to. I have my fucking handbag. I just want my handbag with me. I'm not going to drop my handbag off of my car. I'm going back to the clubhouse so we can have lunch and I'm going to go. He's like, whatever. So we go to drop off the car and he's like, go this way. I'm like, okay, so you guys get the point. That evening, one of my clients called me and said, hey, Nicole, I just want you to know, because he did not know this barking client of mine said, if anyone talks to you like that ever again, I will say something. Yeah. He's like, I almost had you ride with me the last five holes. And I said, oh my God, I wish you did say something. And thank you for saying something and calling me. And this was a Sunday night. And my client called me to tell me this. And it it felt so good that I wasn't going crazy. Yeah. And it just validated all my feelings. And I was like, oh, thank God. But it's like, why, why did I let that? happen I think that's a that's the point though of this whole thing it's like when something and I even said to you earlier today I can't believe you let that happen and I'm not like yeah, that's not a people, blaming though. I'm no, not I'm it. not blaming you mm-hmm. I was not blaming you you know how I meant it but it was like I'm surprised that you let that happen because you wouldn't typically mm-hmm. like if it wasn't you if it was if it I was being treated like that I think you would see it and be like, what the hell? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But like when something's happening to you, I don't know what it is. It's like that same thing with the Tinder swindler. It's like so, when you're in the moment like that, you can't react very well. Yeah. It's it's like you're not expecting it almost. And so you're just in this situation. And then you being in a professional setting with your clients, it's like a next level of like, how do I act? like you know you don't making want to a scene. scene and no one else had said anything and I did notice that the other two were a little quieter but I didn't know if they noticed and I, I just didn't want to be like call him out in front of all of them yeah because they're all competitors if you will in their industry so yeah it was it, and uh it's just knowing me I'm very quick to call someone out yeah in my yeah yeah, in, in my life now, after all, again, the therapy. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I am no longer a doormat. I was called a doormat at one point by my first really? therapist. Yeah. I mean, she was right when we fixed it. But <laughs> I guess my little doormat, my doormat resurfaced this past Sunday. I was like, what the hell am I doing? And after I'm just like, what was that? I wish I could, everybody could see you right now and with your bun with your <laughs> black mock turtleneck. <laughs> you like, you just looked at me like, I fixed that. Like you're Steve Jobs. <laughs> I built an We handled it, Bray. Yeah. We got this. We created the the uh, iPhone. Yes. <laughs> okay, for that, we need to take a selfie and post it so know, everyone can see, see me in my mock turtleneck. <laughs> I'm very Steve Jobs. Where are my glasses? Very. Um, 
Okay, and then real quickly, the third, like a couple days later, and sometimes when these things, these reoccurring things happen, I, I do believe it's like, thank you for the poor. Um, I, I do believe like there's something I might be putting out in the universe. Maybe there's a vulnerable like element to me right now that I just need to rein in. But really quickly, this one, this other, my third situation that happened within a week, I was uh, at, at a presentation at, at a company Yes. That I, I went and um, I, I presented in front of this group of people. Don't mean to sound ambiguous, but we just need to get to the point here. And <laughs> I was done and I was at the, you know, everyone got up. Everyone's kind of chit-chatting and talking and handing off business cards, trading business cards. I just turned to a, I had my handbag and a tote because I had brought some supplies and stuff. And I bent over to get my tote and all of a sudden I felt a hand, two hands on each side of my hips, squeezing my hips, like from behind as I'm bent over. Okay. Yes. And just uh, right there, just pause for a second. I saw Nicole that morning. I saw you that morning. Yes. Yes. And you had on this pretty flowy long dress, like to the ankles, right? Like it was like, it was not, I, 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 I shouldn't need to say this, but my point is like, she was not being flaunty, bending over. No, it was like it, one of my it, dresses that I absolutely love. It's like a very flowy, almost muumuu-like. I felt like I was just, you know, soaring in my couch. Like, and people were telling me all morning, like, "Oh my gosh, Nicole, I love that dress." Like, mostly women, yeah, because it is just this. Thank you for mentioning yes. that. Yes, so it wasn't like I was, yeah. And even I, and that like, and does not matter. Even if you mm-hmm. were being like that, this is unacceptable. Correct. But go ahead. So yes. I, I stood up immediately, looked behind me, and it is one of the um, employees of that company who is known to be um, very flirty a and savage. Savage and um, married with multiple, like a small village of children, and he's been asking me to grab a drink with him for the last year, and I just refuse. And a lot of other people. Not just me. Believe me, I'm not special. He does this to many people. Yeah. I turned right around and I said, that was unprofessional. And he's like, what? I can't give you a hug in front of all these people. And I said, that was not a hug. Do not touch me like that again. And there were a couple of people that heard it. And I'm not a whistleblower but because I can handle myself. But then after, I, I stood there for a little bit and looked around and I was just like, you know what? I'm out. I just said that to uh, one of my colleagues there. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. It just the compounding of all this shit in a week's time and to be physically like it. Although I do have to say I've been working out. So it did feel <laughs> like I was like, oh, at least, you know, I was You're not soft. flexed. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> but I was just like, I'm throwing in the towel. I go back to my office and I just go to my branch manager. I told her about it. I'm like, I'm out. And, she, and the, all I had to say was his name and she just rolled her eyes. Yeah. Uh, but it just, it was just so like, not, I don't want to say demeaning, but it just, I just felt like I'm losing, I was losing control. I mean, it was basically harassment, right? I yeah. mean, that's not how you touch anybody, Mm-mm. even in like, I mean, unwanted, right? Yeah. And especially in a professional setting. And I just can't, I, I, I can't believe that these things happen. Mm-hmm. I really can't. Like today, why do some people just have zero awareness? I don't know if it's an ego thing. I don't know if it's an entitlement thing. I it's also the lack of boundary thing. Like I felt like on Sunday at the golf course, 
I felt like he felt that comfortable to yes, be like to be that. like that. Yeah. And same thing with this ass hat at the office, like acting like that. It's like, do do I have touch me or be an asshole to me written on my forehead or ask me out no matter what capacity we are in? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it doesn't matter the circumstance. Yeah. It's not okay. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's like, I just cannot believe that happens. And I'm sorry that happened to you, all of those things. And I could tell by the end of all that that you were just done with. You felt like you said like kind of physically and emotionally and all in all the ways just kind of worn out. Yeah. And it takes you out. And like that's what people understand. Like get back in your fucking lane. Right. And stop intruding on other people's in other people's space and yeah. their energy space and everything. their energy. Just yes. like stop it. Mm-hmm. And and so I just cannot believe these things happen. I really yeah. can't. And I had, and so I had a similar situation. Right, which happened between, before all three of mine. And yes. that's why, like, I don't know if I was, it was just in my head, but we get, this is where the micro-controlling term came about. Yes, because I, I connected with this person, like, friend of a friend, and it was just, you know, he was trying to get me to go out, and I was like, all right. It was one of those where I was, I, I don't know, I just, I wasn't sure. And so I... I decided to, like, he's like, do you want to go do, I can't remember the the series of events. It doesn't really matter. The Mm -hmm. point is, he was just being a certain way, and it was just very, like, little things. Like, for example, we had planned to do a Friday happy hour. So, we go, we're talking about Friday happy hour, then I realize I can't do it, I have a conflict, and so I asked the day before to move it to the following day. Like, same time, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we right. were going to do a happy hour situation. And I had made it very clear that I did not want to do dinner. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's do a happy hour. Because when you first meet somebody, you don't want your time monopolized. So, I'm like, I made it clear. Friday drinks and, or a drink, really. Yeah. Like, it's not like we're staying out all night. Like, I wanted this to be an hour, hour and a half situation. And then out. And that's not personal, right? There's nothing personal about that. I, I just, that's how it should be, the first right. meeting, unless you really, really like somebody. So I, I suggested that we move it to just the next day. And he said okay, but then he woke up that next morning and goes, hey, I was just wondering, I woke up this morning with this thought, did you, um, did you decide, did you suggest a happy hour that day because you already have plans later that night. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I does it matter? I woke up to that text and was like, who do you think you are? Even if I did, A, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's my, it's my weekend night. B, it's not any of your business. I haven't even met you. Yeah. Like it was crazy. And so I don't remember what I said. What did I say to that? Oh, God. It was something like... Um, but remember, at first, I advised, like, just ignore that. Yeah. And just say, this is the time that works for me. Like, kind of take it or leave it. Yeah. But, oh, you know what I said? I said what I just said to you all, which is... Um, but not I just moved like it. That. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just moved it from one night to the next because that's what we had planned to do. So that was, like, that made sense to me. But I didn't really answer his question either. Correct. Because it's not his business. I didn't have plans that later that night, but... We're, you were working on some. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I was. No, didn't it come to fruition? 
It, yeah, yeah, I guess it did. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I'll tell that in a minute. When? So, when? Yeah. Lose when? <laughs> no, no, no. But I didn't actually have, I, I really didn't have plans. Like he was alluding to, I had another date that night. Mm-hmm. I did not have another date that night. And so. Um, and it didn't even matter. It, it didn't matter. And so no. like we go, so he's like, what time do you want to go? And I said, 6 p.m. And he's like, okay. And this is hours before mm-hmm. we're supposed to meet. Okay, are you thinking dinner because it's at 6 p.m.? Like, bro, I I just, we've been over this, right? Like, yeah. I just, so that was number two. Then I said, you pick the place, I've picked the time. Fucking do something, right? right? And so he picks the place, which was a nice place, right. and it's fine. But then he's like, I'm going to get there early, and I didn't understand what was going on, but... Anyway, I show up and he's got a reservation on the patio. And he's like, oh, I had to get here 15 minutes early because they, that was their only reservation time. Oh my gosh, out of body. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, so now I'm in a situation where I'm at a nice restaurant on a patio with menus and drinks. And I actually literally said to him, I was nice about it, but I go... Oh my gosh, the bar, like I sat in there a couple weeks ago, like it's a new place. So like, remember we went yes. a couple, like not too long ago with some friends. I said, oh, we sat up at the bar and it's beautiful at the bar there. Mm-hmm. There's like have fresh seafood out there and everything. And I said, we could have sat up there. And he's like, he's like, oh, well, I just thought I'd do a res. And it's like, you, you're not listening to me. Right. And that is my problem in life. Like mm-hmm. you're not listening to me. And it takes me a while sometimes for me to realize, but Nicole, you knew what was going on. We were maybe going to meet up afterward because yep. you had a little window of time. I ended up there for three hours. And for the first two hours, he didn't even order anything for apps. Because I said like, oh, dinner and apps. So like he's asking me, oh, what would you like? You know, and it did, just took my lead on it. But it took two hours to even do that. And I was so like, I ended up meeting you, mm-hmm. right, at a Mexican food restaurant. Right. And I... I came up to you and I was like almost in tears. Yeah, you were. I was so happy just that we felt, met. It yes. was like literally we only had 45 minutes left because you're, that had gone off, gone on so, so long. Yes. It just felt like I, I couldn't figure out why, what I was feeling, mm-hmm. but it was just this feeling of being like my time being monopolized and not being listened to, not being heard. Mm-hmm. And I have not even met this person. It's yeah. not like I'm in a relationship with them. So it was so frustrating to me and I'm, I don't know, like, I, I, I don't think it was intentional. I have to say that. Like, I think, but the problem is, is that obviously people like this have been allowed to behave this way without consequence. Yeah. Right. Like in all these situations, it's like, clearly you have not been checked at any point. Right. It's almost like take ourselves about 60,000 feet in the air and Looking at it big picture. Yeah. Are we one of those enablers by, by letting them do that? You know what I mean? I'm not saying we're in the wrong right now, but like, it's just, again, manipulation and control. And you, we kind of, we, we either fall for it or like are polite about it. Like, I felt like I was very polite, trying to be polite in yes. all three, except for the third one. I think that poor guy, he, he got me in the third <laughs> round in a week. I was ready to cut him. Um, but no, it's just like, and then, you know, we think of other things in our lives. Like, are we enablers because we didn't 
bark a little higher, you know, or like we're, we're, but I mean, again, it's just, I don't know. I, I feel like I've always been one to make every situation amicable and happy. It's like, I see it in my grandmother. I see it in my mother and I see it in me. Not so much my sister. She knows, I know, I love her, but I respect the fact that she will call things out as she sees it. Yeah. And she has total control. It's well, like, well, do, do I be that way? But then people see her in a certain light and be like, oh, you know, don't be a bitch, Nicole. It's like, oh my gosh. But that's, but that's the problem. That's at the root of it. I mean, there's political figures. There's all kinds of, of situations where this is the problem. And I don't mean to sound like a complete feminist here, but it's mm-hmm. basically what it is, is like the problem is that we constantly have to be aware of these mm-hmm. things. I don't really think we're enabling anything. I think it's more, um, I think you get better at learning these mm-hmm. situations. Recognizing as you get older. them. And yes. I do. On. I do think you get, but then the point of like, being polite like sometimes and even what we talked about last time about the guy who was like you guys look old or older than you are or whatever like you know that like we talked about this afterward and we're like why didn't we get up and Mm -hmm. leave and it's I thought to myself I don't want to be like the bitchy girl yeah who's just like "Ah, no and like get up and leave but really, that would have been the right thing to do. It would have been. Because it gets us out of a situation that we're just... Like, why endure that? Yes. Like, there's no reason to. It's true. But at the same time, I mean, I don't care what other people think, but I do care what other people think. Right. And, and I, especially yeah. in your situations where they're professional. I mean, you mm-hmm. you have... There were there's stakes there, right? Yeah. They're, they're, personally, you can... I, I feel like we can both navigate that now yeah. pretty easily. Um, it's not fun to do, but we mm-hmm. can do it. But but professionally, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, Especially in the sales and marketing world. Yeah. Too. But it's just this constant just, ugh. So, yeah, I, I the micro-controlling thing, it's, like, it's just like this constant awareness that you have to be mm-hmm. aware of. Yeah. And it's, it's encouraged me, like... Because I might go back on Hinge, everybody. Oh. Yeah. A month and a half later. <laughs> well, because we've had some really... No, no. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I feel that uh, there are there's some good kickbacks from Hinge. Mm-hmm. Aside from relationships. Yeah, we've had some really good connections and yep. um, business opportunities. It's, yes. it's so funny. I know it sounds really silly. And I understand. I believe Bumble has Bumble Business. Oh really? Yeah, I, I didn't not, know that. Yeah, I heard about this some time ago. I never uh, looked into it, but yeah, there's just I'm like, might, might as well like go and meet somebody, and if it's not on a romantic or physical scale, like maybe, what, what you know, what do you got that we can like work together? Yeah, and even if it's not business, if it's personal, I mean, you might not have like a romantic connection with somebody, but maybe you made a friend. Yeah, or maybe there's just a lot of opportunity there. That's why right. I haven't gotten off because. I feel like it's a little FOMO situation. Yeah. But it's it's really like for those reasons. I don't at this point mm-hmm. feel like I'm going to meet the man of my dreams on Hinge. It hasn't happened yet. But, Correct. But I could be – or not just Hinge. I don't want to call so, Hinge out. But any, right. Or any dating app. Any dating app. It's – I don't – I've chosen Hinge actually because it just seems like the right one. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know either. But I've just done one. The point is <laughs> just, just one. It. A single yeah. one. And then – yeah, I don't know. So, so my point in bringing up like me getting back on Hinge is 
I'm going to be more eyes wide open when I, it's just, it's life. The more you experience, the more you're going to be in control of life. And I thought I, I kind of had my shit together for a while. I mean, you guys heard me a couple episodes ago, totally gloating about myself, <laughs> how I like have been through so many different therapists, life coaches and executive coaches. And I'm like, yeah, I got my shit together, you know, and like yep. throwing my hair back behind my shoulders. But it's, it's still, it catches you off guard. And so I'm excited. I'm going to get back on him, see what's up, see who I'm going to meet. And if I get any forceful or any micro or hint of micro mm-hmm. uh, controlling, I'm just going to tell, like, I, I, I don't do that. So I will probably not have sex in the next five years. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I just realized? Magic wand. So um, we were just talking, <laughs> we were just talking about how um, the Younger Men episode that we did was yes. is our most listened to. Like, people keep listening. I don't know who's listening to it, but After all somebody's listening. Weeks. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I know. It's been like a couple months now. Yeah. And that one just keeps going up, up, up. And so I just was thinking, everybody we've talked about today has been older than us. So <gasps> that's it. We oh, just need to go back. My gosh. We just need to go back. We're yeah. going, we're headed back so, to the the high 20s, low 30s. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so there you have it. Point made. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so, not a bad idea, the, the though. The young chivalrous men is what I'm going to go for. So I'm going to be... Very methodical and strategic with my hand Put profile. Put it in your profile. Yeah, absolutely I am. What's going to be your lower deal breaker? Lower range? I was going to say, age? in terms of, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> know what are you way. talking I don't know. <laughs> I don't Maybe know. like lower, like, you know, is it height? Like your deal breaker. Okay, now in terms of age. Um, maybe, <laughs> uh, I don't know, 32? Okay. I know. I, I gotta. I gotta up it. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably like about there too. I did. Okay. So one of my rodeo escapades, because um, I went so many times. Escapades. I, I know. Remember, I went. We talked about last. Was the last episode? Yeah. Yes. So uh, I went. The one time I did go with some friends, some coworkers. Uh, we end up sitting in front of these a couple of guys. And yeah. Oh, that guy. Yes. And he looked like my age-ish, maybe a little younger. I was like, oh, he's totally mid-30s. I found out later because my friend ended up meeting up with his friend. And I, I just kind of – I was, like, not in yeah. the mood, whatever. I was just I was tired. Too much. Like, I think it was rodeo number seven or mm-hmm. six at the point. Um, I found out he was 27 years old. Yep. I was like, oh, Nicole. <laughs> no, I'm so glad I, that did not happen. Although it would have been a good story for y'all. I'm Just sure of it. slide into his DMs. I'm sure he's fine. Oh, he friended me soon. He somehow got my name. <laughs> <laughs> that means there was a little research done. He's That's cute. very flattering. Yeah, he's really cute. He's, yeah, he's cute. Another young attorney. Good God. They're, they're like a dime a dozen in Houston. Yeah, they are. They really are. Like every other profile is like yeah. lawyer. Oil and at gas. 27, I mean, it was probably just start practicing. Like, are you even out of school like, yet? Are you in orientation? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really Mock cute. Mock trial? <laughs> <laughs> Did you finish 
all your mock trials, baby. <laughs> Let's do a little role playing. <laughs> oh, wow. That was fun. Uh, okay. I think that's it. That's, that's all we got. I know. That's all we got. Okay. But we do have. <gasps> Don't forget. Just, just the, the tip. tip. <laughs> so our tip today, which we pretty much already alluded to, is is basically, and, and this goes for everybody, men, women, single people, our married friends who still listen. I don't know why. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the entertainment. Um, They're like, these crazy women. I'm so glad I don't have their lives. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so fun. But But it really does go for everybody. I think... Managing your, you having boundaries and then managing your time and energy when it comes to how you let people in, Mm -hmm. you have to do it. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. You have to do it or you Mm -hmm. just get sucked into things you don't want to be sucked into. You get taken advantage of. And like, I don't want to be pessimistic about that, but it's really like, it's really healthy to be that way mm-hmm. and to be thinking of your own self it's like a form of self-love I feel like yeah absolutely and the more I share these stories with friends and my ex-husband too they hated that for me and it just felt so good that, to like get control of things to like okay I'm not going crazy no I don't know why you were second guessing yourself I don't I really know don't. I, I normally don't these days I really don't know. I need to call my therapist. Yes. <laughs> Ring him or her up. I'm yeah. not really sure which one you're going Probably to. Probably the female might be a good idea. Yeah. Um, not, not that that matters or anything. Just other stories we have. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for tuning in, y'all. If you have any questions, you know, DM us on IG. Please give us some feedback. Hang out with us on IG. We have some exciting things that we're working on. Um, we don't really want to say anything about it yet, but we're really excited. We're going to keep doing this and we just love it. I feel like I told somebody today, I think actually it's somebody I've talked about on the podcast. (laughs) I told him today, I sent the episode that he was in and I was like, Hey, you're in this episode. And, um, this is, he's like, wow, it's a great idea. This is a great title. I love it. And I said, thanks. It's very therapeutic and a great creative outlet. And it's true. <laughs> Why are you speaking laughing at me? Speaking of, no, it just cracks me up because I then I shared the podcast with that. Um, remember y'all that the guy, I think about three episodes ago, I, he had asked me out. He's trying to be so creative to ask me out for dinner and then lunch. And then I just simply went back to him and responded on text. Will it make me money? Yes. <laughs> and oh, he nearly died. When he heard oh, that you part, said, oh, that's right. I you sent it to him. him, and then all of a sudden, I got a text one day like, "I want to crawl up into a little ball <laughs> and just die right now." And I was just like, "Oh, I, I forgot to mention that about you." Oh, sorry about that. It's anyway. hard. Okay, I don't know why, but now when I t- it's like totally not um, malicious at all. But it's hard now when I talk about somebody on a podcast, yes. and then they text me. I'm like, I just want to send it. Yes. <laughs> And me, I'm just the opposite. When I'm talking to someone, I'm just like, okay, who knows about the podcast? And yeah. And who doesn't? 
Like, I get nervous. Like, um, I don't know. I just it's, don't want to out No, myself. it's therapeutic for me. I'm yeah. like, here, here's what I had to say yeah, about you in retrospect. <laughs> Enjoy. We're so different. We're so different. I love that. That's why we... But you advised so me to do it today. I did. So I will, it's fine. I, well, it was after a And it worked out fine. And he was like, I will absolutely listen. And thank you for sending it over. I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> just wait, buddy. Yeah, just I, I actually said I said it's a therapeutic, therapeutic and a creative outlet. Enjoy, I think. Don't say that when I have a mouthful of wine. You really oh should always spit it out. Not on my favorite blanket. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh, God. we're totally sober, by the way. Yeah, we really have not had much. No, we haven't. We just laugh. Time. We just we actually this is us totally sober. Yeah, we laugh my like my, this. my cheeks hurt. My face. Yeah, it's good. And maybe abs. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Because I've been working out. So anyone can squeeze their, my hips anytime. I'm just joking. Nope, just joking. <laughs> Nobody can. Thanks. Nobody can. I will. Except if you're like age 32 and strapping. Yes. <laughs> okay, we gotta go. Okay, yeah, we gotta we go. We love you. All right. Thank ha- you for listening. Take care. Bye. Bye.